Welcome back to the 5-7 Podcast. I am Mike Salinas once again joined by the man who is the yin to my yang, the Steven Seagal to my Chuck Norris, the Sammy Sosa to my Mark McGuire. He's a United States veteran, a husband, a father. He specializes in IT and also keeping me out of prison since 2001, possibly earlier. His name is Mike <laughs> Prieto, but you and only you may call him Pri. Greetings, what's up? Not much, man. Just finished uh, finished up a movie right now. We are recording on Saturday evening, and uh, we're enjoying the holiday weekend. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's definitely been a long, long Christmas season. I mean, we had a, we had Thanksgiving on November twenty second, so pretty much after that to Christmas, uh, you know, it's it's been a long month. It's been a good time though. Definitely, man. The, the weather has been up and down. We've had some crazy winds over the past couple of days. I don't know if you've had what I've had over here, but uh, my grill moved about 18 feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how. And, I, and actually, I left my propane tank all year long inside of it just to weigh it down more. I don't think it's yeah. good for you, but I was like, ah, fuck it. Well, if it's empty, it's not really doing nothing. It's it's not empty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can I can go out there and grill some steaks right now if you want, but uh, some, how many whatever. cowboy cuts can you fit on there? <laughs> uh, as many as we need. <laughs> Double stack that up. Was it uh, was it warm over there the other day? Yeah, the day you said you were thinking about going for a run, and uh, you mentioned it was about fifty five degrees. That was the that night. I woke up at three thirty in the morning or four o'clock in the morning. That uh, that's when I heard my gr- my uh, my grill just rolling away. Was it like rattling? Yeah, like it was being pushed. I just looked outside the window. I was like, oh, shit, my grill's going away. <laughs> I mean, it probably would have tipped over and fell into the grass, which would have been pretty bad. Did you not put the, uh, did you not put the locks on it? Dude, it's, it was moving it with the locks on. Wow. Yes. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah, it, it was, uh, the winds over here are really bad. It's like I have little Christmas trees in front of my house, and yeah. they were like completely in the grass. Um the guy's fence next door was like falling off. He has a PVC fence, you know, just a standard PVC fence. It was getting blown over. Sure. <laughs> he just installed it this past summer. Uh, the swing set was the the swings on the swing set next door neighbor to the next door neighbor. Those things never never actually reached the resting position. <laughs> they were like <laughs> flying up in the air like ghosts were riding them. <laughs> oh man, insane. that's funny. It was insane. So yeah, uh, so let's get into some mindset, man, you know, because uh, it seems over the, the holidays, you know, I've been talking, you know, just talking to a lot of people. And uh, and for me, generally, you know, my workout doesn't really change. You know, I, I try to I'm not saying the workout doesn't change, but more like my attitude towards towards doing it. And, uh, you know, when you get around the holidays, you know, there's a there's a lot of temptation out there. There's a lot of cake. There's a lot of cake. There's a lot of cookies. There's a uh, wait. Did you say cake twice? I did, man, because there is. Are you talking about cake and <laughs> cake? No, no, no. Oh, okay. Just, just, oh, okay. Just regular, just regular cake. Like you know, it's at work. They got cookies, like all kinds of stuff, man. And uh, and you know, there's, it's you know, it's nice to eat it. You know, I mean, it's you know, the, the sweets around the holidays are are the best. And I definitely think that you should, you know, definitely t- treat yourself. But uh, you know, at the same time, you need to uh, you need to keep the workout going. And, and the easiest way to, I think, to do it is to, you know, just keep your, your regular schedule. Try not to look at, 
at at the time as as if it's something different as it's just you know every other day you know when you wake up wake up at the same time every day you know that really helps out you know a lot of people when it gets to the weekend you know saturday hits you know sunday hits and and you know they want to sleep in and and it's just i think that it's a recipe for disaster because you break you break that mold that you've already established in your week from monday to friday so say you know i don't know say you get up at at six o'clock on monday it's going to be easier for you that following monday if you get up at six o'clock on saturday and sunday as well and it sounds crazy yeah it sounds crazy but if you you know if you were to get into that that habit you know getting up at six o'clock isn't going to be a big deal especially like on, on a saturday or sunday i mean you can you can go and take a nap you know but it's important to have that that habit intact where you're getting up at the same time every day i enjoy waking up before others <laughs> if you know, i can wake you, up before you... like others at, at work you know people are like hey man uh, i got up earlier today i got up at seven I'm like, that's great. I was up at 3.30. I was, uh, by the time you were rolling around scratching your ball sack, I was actually cooking breakfast. I worked out for two hours. I went for a run. I ironed my clothes. I washed the dishes. I, you know, I did this, I did that. I, I cleaned the garage. And you were just uh, barely brushing your teeth. You know, you have a sense of, uh, you have a sense of accomplishment, you know, by eight o'clock hits, you know, and, uh, and, and it's, it's, it's good for your morale. And, uh, and, and you know what, it's, it, it keeps you, it keeps you uh, sane in a way because, you know, when you wake up at, you know, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, you wake up, you're groggy, you know, you're tired. I mean, you're still tired, you know, and it's like if you're waking up at seven o'clock and you're still tired, why not wake up at five and be tired and and, and get your day rolling, you know, while everybody else is sleeping? Yeah, man. You know, I, I think another contributor, you're talking about a, as a whole, this whole weak mindset thing. It's interesting <clears throat> because... Um, I think technology has enabled us a little bit to maintain a weaker mindset. I mean, do you remember back in the days where you would tell somebody, hey, man, I'll meet you at Bennington's at 9 o'clock tonight. It would be like 7 o'clock in the morning. But you know what? At 9 o'clock, you were there. You didn't have to call yeah. anybody to reaffirm that you guys were going to be there at the same time. You didn't have right. to wait in your car for that person to show up or call you or text you just to reconfirm the, the date and time. You were right. there, man. And nowadays, yeah. there's this flexibility. There's this additional laps or this opportunity for us to fall back on and be a little bit more flaky as you yeah. uh, you said off the air yeah yeah i mean there's definitely an increase of flakiness in people you know uh, just in general uh from you know uh say like you said say we're supposed to meet up at nine o'clock and they text you at nine fifteen saying they're going to be 15 minutes late if they're going to be 15 minutes late and it's like okay so we're supposed to meet at nine it's 9.15 right now, and you say you're going to be 15 minutes late, so that's 9.30. So actually you're a half hour late, not 15 minutes. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that people have generally lost the idea of punctuation and uh, and the idea of like, you know, you set a meeting time and then you meet there. Right. And I think, you know, just going along with the same, having uh, maintaining a strong mindset, I think, is just holding yourself accountable for things. You know, I, yeah. like, to, I like to tell somebody I'm going to do something just to force myself to do it even more like uh i won't talk about working out unless i better i better to start doing it like you know i won't start talking about it at work saying yeah i'm gonna hit the gym tomorrow if i tell people i'm hitting the gym tomorrow i I will actually wake up in the middle of the night and make sure i hit the gym like it's it's has to be reconfirmed within me 
so like holding myself to that that standard is uh is definitely a major component to keep me mentally strong and a man of my word i think it's uh i think it's important to you know people don't take accountability and and they don't have any discipline and i think that's what it really comes down to because if you really think about it i mean other than you know you being seriously ill you know there's absolutely no reason why you can't tell yourself you know tomorrow i'm going to get up at 5:30 or 6 and i'm going to go work out there's absolutely no reason whatsoever i mean if you really think about it so if you can convince yourself and if you could tell yourself that you know what? I'm just going to do it. You wake up in the morning and you're like, God, it's early. I'm tired. And you just get your ass out of bed. You're already halfway there. And then you're like, OK, well, I'm already out of bed. I've already gotten out of that that sleep mode. I might as well, you know, put my clothes on. And then you put your clothes on and then you're like, OK, well, um, I might as well go and do it. And, you know, I'm not if you're if you're new to this and you're trying something uh, different and, you know, if you're inclined to to take our advice it's going to be really fucking hard getting out there and doing it. But you know what? Once you get it done that first day, you're going to be like, wow, that was it. I can't believe that I just got it done. So when Tuesday comes around and you want to do it and you don't have to go to the gym and absolutely murder yourself, you know, you don't have to go there and you don't have to be, you know, putting on, you know, four forty-five uh, pound plates on, on, on each side of the squat rack and going at it. You know, it, it doesn't need to be like that. All that you need to do is go out there and, and get your physical activity. And you know, I'm saying if you get out there and you're, you're like, you know what, I'm going to go for a run today, and you go for you know a mile run, and you wake up the next day and you're like, you know what, I feel like going for another run. Then go on ahead and do another run because not only are you are you getting your cardio in, but you're starting the habit of actually getting out there and doing something. Closing on the uh, the mindset thing. Don't you love the uh, the let me know let me know guys, the uh, and, and I mean like the guys that say, hey man, yeah, just uh, just let me know, let me know what you yeah, let me know what you're gonna do, yeah, yeah, hey, hey, let yeah, just uh, let me know when you're gonna do that. Hey man, I wish you would let me know you're gonna go. Hey man, uh, uh, let let me know next time you're gonna be there. I like to go too. Shut up, just shut up already. <laughs> you know, I I get these guys all the time. I have close friends that are these let me know guys. Um, I got a buddy. He says they uh. Hey man, uh, let me know next time you want to come out and, and and visit. I said, oh, I'm thinking maybe uh, December twentieth. All right, man. Well, let me know. <laughs> I said, I'm letting you know December twentieth. Yeah, right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, just uh, let me know if that's uh, when you if that's uh, for sure. I said it's a for sure. I'm letting you know. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess you'll let me know then, huh? I'm like, yeah. I'm letting you know. What What do you mean? Let you know? I'm letting you know. Yeah. All right, well, closest to the date, I guess you'll let me know then. I'm like, I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> yeah. And these yeah. conversations, I mean, this is a, this is not even an exaggeration, which is the worst part about it. But the uh, the let me know, guys, just stop it. Stop, take that crap out of your vocabulary, please. What kind of workouts are you doing right now? None. <laughs> I'm not doing any, man. Right now, I believe um, I am not... I, I told myself I was going to start doing before the new year, and I'm trying to pick which day I'm going to start. And maybe, maybe uh, December 31st I started up. But um, you know, the the first three weeks are always the hardest weeks. You know, the, the buy-in weeks that sure. you got to mentally buy in, physically buy into the whole thing to build a routine, and then just think from once you you get past that big hump, you're you're good to go. But um, 
it is a hump. Yeah, I had a few things going on, but um, yeah, man, I, I plan to. Uh, I, unfortunately, I didn't want to be this guy. I did not want to be this guy, and I said it on this air. I did not want to be this guy, but I might be that guy that goes to the gym on January second. You can't do it, dude. You have to. You have to. I know. You have to do it tomorrow. I know. Well, I'm. I'm not gonna be able to wake up at three thirty a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> you don't have to do it in the morning. You could do it in the afternoon, just as no, long as no. you get it done tomorrow. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I. You have no, to man, do it. In I, the I just can't. That, I can't like survive your... around people. I don't. I don't that... do well in a full gym. Yeah. Okay. I don't either. When I go to the gym, I, I try to go at like the like the off times, like when people are a either early in the morning when mm. people are going to lunch. Uh, for some weird reason, um, at my gym, there's nobody there between like, like 4:30 and and 5:30. Oh, nice. I, I, maybe people are going home and having dinner with their families or or, or what have you. And then um, and then I, I I try to go late at night because um, I think LA Fitness is open until like 11. So I'll mm. if I if I get out of work late, I'll go up there, um, you know, at like 10, and then um, or I'll go to the gym uh, right by my house at like nine. But even if even if I'm like, you know, not motivated, I'll I'll work out at I'll work out at home. You know, I'll do something at home. You know. No, definitely. We're we're only a couple days to the new year, so um, I'm heading into it, guys. I think I'm gonna be driving myself right into the New Year's resolution, folks. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, I'll weed some of those people out. I'll last a little longer than they do. Cool. So when you start up, we'll. Uh... I want to hear what you're doing. So when you do go, why don't you just tell us now what, what are you uh, what are you going to be doing when you get in there? Oh man, I, I usually start off. Uh, I dedicate usually one day strictly to chest, chest and abs, mm-hmm. and then I do a shoulder back on a second day. Mm-hmm. Um, a third day is uh, arms, fourth day is legs, but cardio on and actually every one of those days I always do something cardio, cardiovascular. Usually a lot of running, um, and I say a lot, but. That's like two miles for me. That's a lot. I hate running. Yeah. Um, I'll do biking. It just, uh, you know, it just doesn't appeal to me, man. But I know I've got to get it done. So I wish I would have told myself that when I was, uh, you know, when we were like 14 and 15, going yeah. working out, trying to get six packs. Yeah. And instead of, I, I, I thought you can get a six pack by just lifting weights. And that's not necessarily the truth. Or And no, I was eating not. terribly. I, ne- I never watched what I was eating ever in my life. Well, dude, our metabolisms at the time were through the freaking roof. Yeah, I was taking three shits a day, so it was <laughs> it was. I could, I couldn't keep it. I couldn't keep anything down. I couldn't keep down a damn pretzel. <laughs> yeah, I try to. I do cardio every single day that I work out. So uh, you know, one day I'll I'll go and you know I'll do a mile run, or and then maybe the next day I'll I'll do some intervals, and then the a day after that. I'll, uh, I'll get, I'll get on the assault bike for, you know, maybe a minute and then I'll get into my, my workout and then I'll jump back on the assault, the assault bike, you know, in the, you know, after say, after I do a set, I'll get on the assault bike again and then I'll do another set and then I'll get on the assault bike. And then on another day I'll, I'll get on the rower for, I'll probably do maybe 1250 meters on the rower and then I'll get into my workout. But, uh, I mean that's and that's pretty much like the type of cardio I do. I'll do I'll I'll do stairs too. God but, bless uh, you. God bless your that, heart doing those stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's uh, 
you know, it, it's, you know, when you walk upstairs, you're like, oh man, I've, I haven't gone up, I haven't done stairs in a while, you know, stairs suck. I mean, I, I don't, I don't like stairs. I, I'd rather run than, than do stairs. I did it. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I did go to the gym today. Um, I was at a funeral today and I had to hold my son in a bicep curl position for roughly 15 straight minutes. And he's mm. about 30 pounds. <laughs> so I had to hold him this way because uh, I had to kiss 15,000 Hispanic cousins. <laughs> so, uh, you know, by the, by the time I put my kid in the car, my arm was sore as hell. I couldn't even feel it. So that was my workout. Unfortunately, my left arm is now huge and my right arm is, is uh, thin as hell. Well, you're left-handed, so that's that's how it's, it's always been. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I can't uh, can't do dual beating. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so do you use do you use your workouts as like a stress reliever? Oh man, yeah, I think it has to. I notice it does help me out a lot. Um, I'm I'm pretty much not a very talkative person, anyways. When I'm at home, I'm kind of just all business, but. Once I uh, I get that stress relief, it it makes a big impact on me as a person. I think I think my wife would probably tell you the same thing that I probably you, need to go to the gym more often. Do you uh, like 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 what is it for you? Do you feel like um, do you feel like a like a like relief? Do you feel like a, like a little euphoria? Do you ever go for like a run and you feel really good afterwards? Like you get like this kind of sense of euphoria where you where you have like this overwhelming like like positive attitude afterwards. Yeah, man. I, I guess you know. It, I feel like, I feel like how Marshawn Lynch felt when he like r- runs for a touchdown and he grabs his crotch, and I, I just feel very. I do the same thing at work when I like complete a project or I kick some ass like in a meeting. I come out the meeting and I'm like, yeah, fuck you, and I'm like, I've I've been caught doing this, but I like give middle fingers to everybody the, up and down the hallway, and that's exactly how I feel. I feel very exuberant, if that's uh, makes any sense. But I, I feel like uh, very much accomplished. And I think that's that's kind of what we're going for, I would assume. Sure. Some have sure. different forms of expression. Don't mind mine. Mine might not be yours or an average human beings, but... Uh, yeah, um, average human beings don't tell everybody to fuck off after they've had some kind of, uh, <laughs> some kind of uh, triumph. Right, right, maybe, right. You know, maybe a lot of people do, you know. I think, you know, when you... Especially when you've got doubters... You know, there's nothing better than than you, you know, kind of wanting to succeed. People telling you that you can't succeed, and then you yeah, do. Yeah, I love those I mean, people. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you'd love to go and tell them to fuck off after that. God, I love those people. So during, you know, like during the holidays, you know, it's a, considered a pretty stressful time. You know, like uh, whether you're dealing with with people at work or you know, or family and and, and friends and, and and trying to get you know everybody together and getting getting Christmas uh, settled out and, and Christmas plans and and you know where you're going to do and what you're going to where you're going to go, you know I think that you know having some kind of a release valve is is really important because you know there's people walking around and you could just see them you know their their blood pressure is probably through the roof you know they're upset and they don't have a release valve and that workout you know it's imper it's imperative to have a release valve period whether you you know have some kind of like artistic inspiration or you like to, you know like you like to draw or you like to write music you like to crochet you know or whatever that having that release valve uh, you know is is important and uh, yeah you know, I mean I I agree I think some people that are maybe a little older outside of the demo 
I don't know, man. I think they uh, they fall into a bit of a pit, you know, and especially around Christmas time when it's, you got to spend additional money that you don't have. Yeah. So, you know, I had a coworker tell me, uh, uh, you know, this is, you know, they're going through some things right now, and it's not the best times. And it's like, yeah. you know, I feel like crap. I'm just gonna eat like crap because I really don't care. Right. <laughs> and, and that the crap is like, let me get four diet cokes. <laughs> uh, uh, some rainbow sherbet and uh, a couple cookies and just it's basically diet suicide and I, I don't know you know you try to talk to them and say yeah it's probably not the best situation. you're probably gonna hate yourself tomorrow and they usually do they feel even worse but like you start falling down that ladder it's, it's really difficult to get back up out of it yeah you know and you know like for those people I always um and you, you know who they are when you see them. Whenever I see those people, I always try to give them like some kind of a, um, I don't want to say a pat on the back, but kind of like a, like an affirmation that, you know, that I, I recognize that they're alive and that they're that they're a person. You know, like I try and make them laugh, or I try to bring like some kind of like a light to their life where they're like maybe that could be like a spark where they're like you know what, maybe I'm not going to do that. You know, because this guy. This guy isn't drinking four Diet Cokes. This guy isn't, you know, drowning himself in, in, in Rainbow Sherbert, you know? <laughs> you know, like, like what, what is he doing? You know, like, and then maybe they'll come and talk to you like, hey, you know, what are you doing? You know, and you, you tell them and they're like, hey, I try and do this or I listen to this kind of music, you know? And, and they're like, well, maybe I'm going to try that too because I want to make a difference because I'm tired, of, I'm tired of feeling like shit. You know, I'm tired of, of feeling sorry for myself, you know, because – you know, in a, in a in a way, that's pretty much what it is. It's a yeah, it's yeah. it's a lack it's a lack of self confidence, and it's a and it's it's people feeling sorry for themselves, and a, a lot of times it's looked at a, as a very bad thing. And I think that it is a bad thing, but in in a way, everybody does it. You know, times get bad for some people. You know, and and they start feeling sorry for themselves, and they need people to bring them out of it. You know. Yeah, man, I see, uh, you know, on Instagram, I follow a couple of different interesting accounts and I see people with with children that are dealing with a lot of, uh, man, a lot of hospital and, and medical issues, man, that, uh, you know, these, and these people are driven to just still succeed and make their life normal as possible. And I'm and like, they're positive. Yeah, and, man. And, and they're positive. And that's like the it's not the it's like. You know, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, how can I complain about my life when this kid over here has a better attitude than than that I have? And they're they're fighting cancer. Do you know what I mean? It's like I'm I'm going to go outside and I'm going to go outside and I'm going to go beat my face against a brick wall. And then I'm going to come back in with a better attitude. Yeah, man. Yeah, like I'm over here getting pissed off because my garage door decided decided it didn't want to open all the way the other day. I decided it was going to not open. Uh, about t- It went up like 95%, and I was reversing. And, and I'll be honest with you, I, uh, I drive a little fast. <laughs> so when I, fly, I was flying in backwards, I smashed it into my, dr- my garage door because it wasn't up all the way. Because I couldn't tell because it was that, that little bit amount. But it hit, it hit the top of my car, it dented my garage, and I was not a happy camper. I wouldn't have been, I would have been, if I was your wife, I, if I was your wife, I would have locked your ass out. As soon as, as soon as you went to unlock it, you'd notice that 
it, it would lock right back as you tried to get in. And then as soon as you tried to, and then as soon as you tried to do the deadbolt, you'd notice the deadbolt just rolls right back in. I tell you what, it actually did, did not look that bad at all. But I was when when I got out of the car, I was you man. Ugh, it was bad. It was pretty ugly. So when you when you have that, you know, kind of like that feeling of. Maybe I won't say things are down, but, you know, you're just not as motivated. You know, do you listen to music? You know, like what kind of music do you listen to? Man, you know, music is weird right now. I think you and I are on the same. We're in the same wavelength. Music is changing rapidly. There's a lot of uh, interesting combinations of music. Genres are getting hard to depict right now. Like I don't know, like alternative rock, alternative and rock are kind of dead or or not really the same as they used to be. Yeah. Um, you know, right now I find myself listening to uh, I listen to a lot of like R and B. Listen to a lot of uh, EDM. You know, like the more traditional EDM. I guess it wouldn't be like the new mixtures, which is like uh, Wiz Khalifa's and uh, I, don't, I don't know somebody else and Marshmello or some shit. It's uh, a little bit more of just uh, without the rappers. Uh, not that um, I, I don't like rap. I do like rap. I, I think I just like a little bit more of the traditional rap. Like I'm wearing a little little Tupac shirt here. Uh, I like Tupac, but of course, uh, you know there's uh, it, it's just weird, man. I'm, but that's kind of what I'm what I'm into. How about yourself? You know, it really depends. Uh, you know, it's Christmas, so I like to listen to Christmas music. Well, it's still the Christmas season. I believe the Christmas season goes until January first, and that's when I've kind of flipped the switch. <laughs> but. Uh, but in general, man, you know, I like to listen to uh, it really depends on the mood. You know, if I'm looking to, um, you know, kind of go out there and, and seize the day, you know, I'll listen to some uh, to get me motivated, get me hyped. I'll listen to some Tupac, you know, I'll listen to some Ice Cube. And uh, and, you know, I love that stuff, you know, especially like the old, the old, old gangster rap, man. I love that stuff. And um, but if I'm looking to, you know, kind of just um I don't want to say mellow out, but it's kind of weird, man, because I like, I still love, I still listen to trance and trance can make me, you know, get me really hype or it can get me to into that mode where like I'm ready to go to bed and it could be the same song, you know, like, you know, I'm, st- I still listen to a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, what's that, What's her name? They do the Juna beats, um, above and beyond. Mm, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Still, I, I still listen to a lot of above and beyond and uh, you know they're, they're just awesome but uh, I mean that's I wouldn't say a majority of what I listen to but I mean it is I throw my I throw my iPod on uh, I throw my iPod on on random and uh, I listen to whatever comes up but I don't listen <clears> to a lot of uh, a lot of today's music yeah you know like last week it's funny on on Monday I think I was listening to country Tuesday, oh, I love country was, yeah Tuesday was rap Wednesday it was nineties dance. Thursday it was movie scores. <laughs> and Friday it was like two thousand R and B. So like I'm pretty much all over the grid, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's not even the, the extent of my of my spectrum. I go in I go in some other constant you know, I'll I'll, t- I'll try out some different things. Whatever Spotify's got going on, I try to give give something a, a shout out and see what I like. Okay. Do you do you listen to uh do you have like a Spotify play- playlist that you listen to when you work out or or do you use like your your locally stored music? Yeah, I like, use, I use like my, my store. I, I do have a couple playlists. Obviously, I got Rocky mixed in there, of course. Rocky oh, of Four course. Training Montage, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do too. 
everybody's got that one. But uh, yeah, it's more more rap, harder rap. It's more Eminem. It's more probably some Linkin Park. It's more like uh, just stuff that's more yelling, fast paced. A lot of more BPMs with it, and uh, maybe some little John at the East Side boys. <laughs> you know, when I'm doing when I'm doing uh, when I'm doing weights or I'm doing uh, you know those types of workouts, I'm listening to like hardcore stuff. You know, what do you, like what do you listen to when you run? When I run, I listen to trance. Yeah, I gotta take my mind off it. Yeah, man, because there's a lot of, um, you know, like Mimas. Do you remember that song? Mm-hmm. Dude, like oh, yeah. it's a real, it's like an eight minute song, but like it starts off, it you know, it comes up, and then and then it it kind of brings you back down, but it's really long, and it helps me, not only uh, it helps me find my pace, and helps helps me find my my breathing, gets my breathing right, and then it helps me get me into the mode that okay. I'm running. I've already been running for eight minutes, so I'm. I, I found. I you know. I found my pace. You know what's next, and then the next song comes on, and it depends. You know, it could be a longer song, or um, you know, like not longer than than the eight minute one, but like five minutes. But it'll get me. You know, it'll get me going, man. And I and I like to stay in that, like that even groove where like kind of like my mind can go off and and think about something else other than what I'm doing, which is running. Yep. Yeah, I know. I completely agree with that. So yeah, I listen to the hardcore stuff when I'm, uh, I'm listening to the hardcore stuff when I'm lifting weights, and I listen to trance for the most part when I'm running. I like it. What? Uh, speaking of taking your mind off of things, what about movies lately? See anything? Uh, anything spark your interest? Anything wet your whistle recently? You, you know what, dude? I uh, Interstellar uh, came on today, and I was mm. like, you know what? Great movie. Um, it was in the middle. My wife was, you know, she was doing some stuff in the kitchen, and um, and she my, was like literally kid, like doing stuff like just like like pots and pans are just getting thrown all over. <laughs> she was making like she was making a buffalo chicken dip uh, because we were going to my in laws tonight, and uh, so she was in there. And then um, Interstellar came on. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna throw it on because I own it. I'm just gonna throw it on and I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna watch it. And dude, that's such a great movie, man. I remember when we went and saw it in the theater, you know, it was so long, but the score, man, the score was so good yeah. because you know, right. they it was just like this over overbearing score that really like highlighted, you know, big points of the movie. Like remember when he was driving away from the house and mm-hmm. he left his daughter there and the the score just got really loud, you know, Sure. It, you know, it's, yeah. it's just, I mean, it's, it's just immersive. A, it's just a fantastic movie, dude. You know, and, and, um, so I was watching that today and, um, my mom had to work on Christmas. So I had a, a small Christmas, uh, gathering yesterday at my place with my mom and my sister and her boyfriend and, uh, my wife and my two kids. So we hung out, we had dinner, uh, we exchanged gifts and, uh, we watched the Polar Express, which is uh, one of my favorite uh, Christmas movies. And uh, and it was a really great time. It, you know, it's just it's a, just a great movie. The movie has a great message about um, you know kids and, and believing. And actually, you can kind of take it into um, you know your life because it's about believing in Santa Claus and all that. And the kids are the only ones who can hear the bells because they believe in Santa, and, and the adults can't hear it because they don't believe. And um, and you know, in life, if you believe in something, you know everybody else doesn't have to believe in it too. You know, you can you know, follow, I don't want to say follow your dream, but follow whatever you're trying to do. If you believe in it, you can make it happen. And if, and if it doesn't work out, then you didn't really truly believe in it, you know, because people who are, 
who are truly believing in what they want to do, you know, they make it happen for, for some reason. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because you, you brought up uh, Christmas movies. Yeah, and, I uh, love Christmas movies. I think I think the last Christmas movie you and I watched, like legit movie, was the Jack Frost movie. <laughs> <laughs> Like the so horror, the horror. There was a there was a Jack horror Frost. film. There was a horror film film called Jack Frost. So, I think Michael Keaton was in it, wasn't he? Man, I don't know. No, no, I'm talking about the really bad one where he uh, it was he was like a murderer. Yeah, and it yeah. was like a it was like a snowman. Yeah, and he uh, yeah, so he would sure. like take his like, uh, he was like a, he was actually like um, having sex with women by with using his carrot, where his uh, <laughs> it was crazy. I think we might have found it in the hidden section at our uh, local movie establishment, which was Family Video, which is no longer, which might be closing up all of them now. You know what? No, no. There's one in Glenview. There's one. Is there? Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of. I, I see. I see people going in there all the time. Wow. You know what? Family Video just closed up near my house, and it got replaced by really? a Family Express <laughs> gas station. What? Yeah, isn't that weird? Which Which Family Video? Like, where was it at? Is that the it, one on Griffith? It's in Griffith. It's on uh, 45th. What's that, Corflex and Corflex? Yeah, yep, that one. Wow, they finally closed that, huh? Yeah, so wow. a video was replaced by an express. Same family. I, no, I mean, I'm just kidding. I, like, I don't know. But 80s movies, are, uh, that, that movie was absolutely hysterical. I'm not sure why we rented that, but that was just one of our things that we did here and there. I watched The Breakfast Club the other day. And it's funny you talk about the score of uh, Interstellar. There's like almost n- no score in The Breakfast Club. And I noticed it because I always listen to scores, but it's just so quiet throughout the movie. I mean, it makes it, it, it makes sense for that movie. You know, it, it, it's fine. I'm not complaining about it, but it's really interesting when you think about it and you, you watch it and you actually focus on it. You're like, man, it's really quiet in this movie. <laughs> But and I was like, man, there's some really good opportunities to like, you know, drive home a couple points. But it's cool. It, it was just, uh, it was just there. Actually, I just finished watching uh, Unbreakable, which stars Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis. Man, Samuel L. Jackson, that guy, man, he's been in everything. He's a he's a fucking great actor. Hey, dude, he really I is. need to I need to I need to uh, say this. Uh, it was not the one with Michael Keaton. Apparently, the one with Michael Keaton is like more of a wholesome movie. Yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. But there was there's another. This is a piece horror. of crap movie, the one that we watched. Yeah, it was. It was, it was made in like 1997, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was directed by Michael Cooney. <laughs> <laughs> I had His to name look Cooney. Michael Cooney, yeah, and wow. then, uh, yeah, but it was an absolutely horrific movie. Actually, we didn't even finish it. We got to a point. You know, we got to a point, and I was like, you know what, dude, this movie freaking sucks, and we 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 didn't even finish it. It was like Leprechaun in the Hood, man. I just couldn't finish it. Like some of these movies, I, I think I rent them just for the pleasure of laughing at them and not taking them <laughs> serious. And then I'm like, I, I I can't finish this crap. I can't do it. But um, sorry. Um, I watched Unbreakable today, and I just realized it was part of a three part series of some sort. And uh, I guess I got to watch the next one, uh, which is Splice or some crap. I don't know. What? No, no, no. I think they made two of Switch. them, didn't they? I what? thought they made two. No, I thought they did Unbreakable, another one, and then uh, Splice or or Split. No. Split. Well, Split is part two. Okay. I guess. 
Uh, yeah, I don't, just, I don't, I don't even know, dude. To be honest with you, I didn't, I didn't really know. I didn't know what to expect when I watched it. But all I knew is they had two people that were from the Sixth Sense that were in this movie. <laughs> so I didn't know what to expect. All I knew is, oh, no, guess what? Person. All I knew is, guess what, Bruce Willis? You're not gonna do that shit to me twice. You're not gonna do this to me. So <laughs> I was ready, man. I mean, I was analyzing every little thing. I mean. Uh, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew this guy was going to try to fuck me over in the end and be like, hey, <laughs> guess what? I'm dead. It's all a dream. <laughs> I was like, not me, Bruce Willis. You're not doing this shit to me. So I completely <laughs> overthought the whole movie, and uh, it was not it was not as overcalculated as I thought it was going to be. And uh, shame on me, but it was actually still a good movie. You liked it then. Yeah, no, I did. I did. And I was completely overthinking it. So can you imagine if I walked into it not thinking like a prick? Like, <laughs> oh, not, not this time, Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, how often do you go to the movies? Rarely. Rarely. Uh, once a year, maybe, roughly. No kidding. Yeah, you know yeah. what? Now that I think about it, that's pretty much me. I went to go see Star Wars, The Last Jedi. Last year, I hated it. Um, we, you know, we I can probably do an entire podcast episode on on why I didn't like it, uh, other than the you know it, visually the movie was visually the movie was great, but mm-hmm. it was the uh, it was the writing I, I didn't I didn't like what you know how they portrayed Luke and and uh, I I didn't like the writing for it at all, but I love I really like the uh, like visually it's a very visually ap- uh, appealing movie, but the uh, the writing was horrific. I thought you're talking about the Star Wars, right? Not the uh, yeah, the one with um... the Last Jedi, the the one that came out okay, Episode okay. Eight. I don't. Yeah. I, I I admit, man, I'm I'm not a follower of the whole thing. Oh god! But yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, that one that one caught a lot of flack on Twitter. That's one thing I did know. I did notice. Yeah, you know, I Everybody walked out of it. it. You know, I saw yeah. the Force Awakens. I loved it, and I was walking out of seeing the Last Jedi, and this guy next to me, he's like, "Hey, man." Um, should I be feeling angry right now? And I was like, dude, you're not alone. I, I, I don't even know how to feel because I love Star Wars so much that I wanted to love it, but um, I just couldn't do it. I didn't like it. Do you think it has something to do with Disney taking over it? No, I think it has something to do with uh, Ryan Johnson not understanding uh, who the characters are. Who the hell is Ryan Johnson? He made uh, he made that movie Looper. Did you ever see that? No. It was really good. It was was Bruce that Willis. was that filmed in Chicago? Uh, no, it wasn't. No, no, no. no I don't. I don't think so. But Bruce Willis and uh, and uh, Ryan uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt was in it, and it was pretty cool because um, Joseph Gordon Levitt is actually uh, Bruce Willis's character at the beginning, and you know they they put facial prosthetics on him so that he looked like a younger Bruce Willis. Oh, and, nice. uh, and it was a really good movie. And Ryan Johnson's actually uh, he's a pretty pretty good sci-fi director. I like him, but he he just he didn't understand the characters and he didn't understand who the characters were. And I think that's uh, generally what the problem was. Uh, I just recently read the um, the entire Darth Vader run. Uh, it was uh, 25, 25 issues, and it took place right after right after Episode Three. And it was written by it was written by Charles Soule. And uh, this guy did an absolutely phenomenal job. And if you were to if you were to read it, you would understand what the uh, problems are with the last Last Jedi. 
uh, and it's because the guy who who was running it didn't know uh, didn't understand the characters, and uh, and if you're listening um, and you're into Star Wars, uh, do you, you'll you'll be doing yourself a, a favor by uh, reading the uh, the new uh, Darth Vader run that started in 2017, uh, written by Charles uh, Soule. It was it was phenomenal. Just ended a couple weeks ago. Is that Soul spelled like a S O H L or something? S O U L E. Wow. He re- actually, at some of his other work, he did the uh, he did a death of uh, Wolverine, the search for Wolverine, and now oh, he's nice. doing the, the return of Wolverine. <clears throat> so he's a uh, he's pretty much obsessed. <laughs> he's he's good, dude. He's good, man. <laughs> I uh, I'm 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 a fan of the guy after reading his Vader run. It was it was uh, it was phenomenal. Well, as long as he's good at it, man. Yeah, yeah, and it's good. It's good. You know, it's about. You know stories. You know when I watch movies or, or anything, I like to I like uh, a concise, uh, a good, really good, really good stories. Like Westworld. Yeah. Westworld is pretty big, but uh, you know it's uh, it's another phenomenal. That's a phenomenal show, I believe. Yeah, last thing you want to do is piss off any Star Wars fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'll 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 burn your they'll burn your Twitter account down. They'll hell yeah, you bet your ass get a bunch of lightsabers right through your scrotum. It's the last You'll thing you that- want, pal. You get the four percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, they'll get you, man. They'll get you where it hurts. Uh, anything else, Mike? Uh, closing up here. No, man. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, I'd like to. If if you're listening, I'd like to thank you for listening. Um, we're gonna have our uh, our interviews coming out very soon. We we're gonna be interviewing people. And um, and it's going to be a, a lot a lot of fun. It's going to be a great ride, and uh, we're have a lot of interesting different different people. Yeah, and and Mike's kind of playing it soft, but these the people are they've got some different occupations that they're part of in life that uh, sometimes we take for granted or that we don't even know exist, and uh, we're getting some inside uh, in perspectives on what they do on a daily basis as well as going to answer some hard-hitting questions and uh, maybe make some interesting factoids for all you folks out there that want to want to know a little bit more or know some things that you you maybe never thought about. Yeah, yeah, we want to bring, uh, you know, some awareness to, um, you know, just your general everyday life, uh, what's going on out in the world. And, uh, and uh, you know, we, we've got some good interviews coming. We've got a, you know, we've got a, a woman who is a, who's been in the military for, for 15 plus years. And, uh, you know, she's done a phenomenal job with it. Got a DA coming up, a DA, a district attorney coming up that we're going to, we're going to talk to. And, um, we've got a man who's lived 90 years. He's going to go through his life living in the, actually living in the great depression. And, um, and those are going to be like our, what we've got coming up, but we've got a lot more as well. Right. And aside from that, obviously you have, uh, Pri and I doing our usual uh, banter once a week here to go along with that so uh in closing i'm mike and uh signing off and i got nothing more to add but how about you Bree? have a great night guys have a good night peace out